0: hello 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 how's it going
1: everything's good everything's good
0: all right i think we got it here we go everybody welcome back to the fifth episode of grown faith podcast i am your host Leah with the nine joined by the best co-host from the west coast bishop with a b bishop with a b how's it going out there
1: i'm good man it's going well out here you know not too hot you know we're trying to make it through the summer you know like many los angelinos know so uh but everything's good out here How's everything out there
0: uh, good, we'll be out there in Los Angeles possibly like in two weeks. Can't wait. to uh, uh,
1: Okay, okay, there we go.
0: And uh, just so you listeners know, we are going to be uh, doing a group cast, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be a good. We're going to get a, a group of people together. We're going to talk about issues that you're going to hear on this, uh, this podcast of ours, and uh, I think it's going to be a good one. It's going to be the first time that me and Bishop actually do a, a first-time sit-down of this podcast, and uh, I'm really excited about that, man.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna be, it's gonna be monumental right there. You know what I'm saying?
0: It's the start of something great.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely.
0: Now uh, I want to thank everybody for your support. Um, we're almost over 80 listens and four episodes, so that's 20 listens an episode. And if it keeps growing, uh, uh, I'm just happy about that, man. I find a lot of joy in it, and I get people coming up to me at the grocery stores now. Hey, when's the next podcast? When's the next podcast? <laughs> you know? The, the, the joy is growing, the excitement is brewing, and uh, I think this is going to turn into something great. And I just want to say uh, thank you for everybody tuning in and listening to this podcast every week.
1: Yep, yep, you guys. Are much appreciated.
0: How's uh, how's it going? How do you like the newfound fame?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it, it, it was always <laughs> meant to be, you know, some way or another. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, just yeah. uh, connecting with people, you know, having people out there and, uh, you know, you guys essentially they know who you are and hopefully we can get to know who you guys are a little bit more too. comments, you know, follows things of that nature get to know you guys from, a, um, from a distance, you know, that would be great. So, you know, a little and bit more. Like, that.
0: You guys can reach us at a uh, grown fate podcast at gmail.com. Also check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Breaker, a few other platforms out there. Um, yeah, just uh, get in contact with us if you have anything that you want to add to the show. Anything that you kind of add is just going to make the show better and uh, help us grow even faster. So, uh, man, send in those questions. We would love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this episode, uh, this week, we are going to, as we were talking about what should we go on to next, um, I thought about this idea, and then uh Bishop was telling me, like, man, maybe we should just go off of, of, uh, of what we have, uh, of what we did last week, and uh, I thought that was a good idea. You know, you can't lose, um, uh, uh, what is it, um, there's a lot to go in when we talk about the soul, and I don't think we can cover talking about the soul in one episode, and I think that this might even um, turn into three episodes about the core, uh, the core of people, the, um, the core of religion, the core of your faith, and um, I think we might even take this into a third episode. Um, what do you think?
1: Yeah, you know, I think this is a very important uh, piece to the puzzle. Um, it's kind of the integral, main component, the cornerstone. So I think this is this is going to be that. Uh, it may it may have to go past two. It may have to go past three, but we'll we'll be done with it when we're done with it.
0: Now, um, like uh, starting off, um, there's this book that I'm reading. It's called the uh, the Buddhist to Christ, right? And um, and this guy goes to uh, Thailand, to the mountains to go and. Uh, the Buddhist there, and um, he's he's kind of shocked when he gets there because he's thinking that he's going to go over there, let's talk it out, probably, you know, get some uh, debate going. It's probably what we're used to in America, I think. Uh, uh, what is it like our, our education system was built on someone debating in college and even back then before then? But um, yeah, I guess he probably thought he was going to go there and talk out. Um, What the religion is, what the beliefs, and uh, he was shocked that they just put him into pretty much into quiet time. You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. he uh, he didn't get any of that across. He was really shocked. Like, wait a minute, um, are we going to talk about Jesus here? are We going to talk about religion? And nah, man, they put him in time out, and uh, pretty much. And uh, he was talking about how they do um, meditation for eight hours. They put him in. (laughs) That's kind of that's kind of hard, don't you think? Stepping into eight hours of meditation.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, especially if you're not accustomed to doing it, but i can I can. I mean I don't know those individuals, but I can definitely understand why you know they would have them doing it you know for him to i mean you 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 come into an environment where you're you're speaking, you're talking and you know you're all about of course the religion, but yet you're not available to listen, so you know that sounds right on 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 point there uh, putting in the- that whole uh, was
0: that slow to speak, quick to listen
1: yeah, or I think or the other way around one of them. It should be quick to listen, but I think, uh, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely, I think you find that in, in many of the um, Eastern, um, you know, practices, religious practices, there's a lot more of that willingness and um, being accustomed to listening, to being silent, to hear from the divine opposed to over on this end, if you turn on, you know, our channels with our preachers and pastors, everybody talking, everybody talking and hooting, and hollering, you know, and it's cool. You know, when you want, to, when you need a word, or you want to hear a word, or they have a word to give, or somebody's singing, or whatever the case. But um, we can also look at it and say, "Hey, there might be something off here because you know there's still a lot of people missing God, missing what they think they're looking for in the divine." And um, I think it's just because people are talking too much.
0: <laughs> and that's what he. That's what there was like a little uh, saying in there where he was saying that Western religions discuss, Eastern religions do. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that, that is a uh, man. That's something to to take on, man. Sending up, you know, he said. Uh, he did eight hours. on uh, they had him doing four hours sitting, four hours standing. Mm-hmm. And um, when he would try to go and talk to people or like some of the monks, they it wasn't about that. It was all about, I guess, spending time with himself. And uh, they had him go up to 24 hours mm-hmm. of uh, of um, of meditation. Mm-hmm. And he said he, in the beginning of his meditation, he saw the statue and he would kind of, uh, uh, he would sit there, I guess, or meditate on that. But they told him not to look at a statue mm. and meditate. And I think that that's something that, that within us where if we start feeling so detached, what can we cling on to? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the next message we're going to cling on to? Where now it, it's him clinging on to himself.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Well, you know, it's... it's um. It's our conditioning, you know, and especially anybody who watches TV on a regular basis um, or needs something, you know, it's, it's very rare that people can just sit still and be still, you know, Yeah, I'm one of, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and internally and externally. It's very, very rare. So I think, you know, when people are put in that position and they, they haven't built that muscle because everything is a muscle, um, you know, they kind of revert back to doing what it is that they would typically do. And I believe that that's another reason why there's such a personification of God in Western culture. You know, you, there's this, these attributes that you've assigned or that have been assigned to God, especially if Christian or, or Muslim um, religions where God is like us for some odd reason, you know, and it's not in the good way. God gets jealous. God gets angry. God's okay with so many different things being done to people who don't follow him. Um, and so I think that that's, even an extension of that like it's it's always this personification is this thing of i can connect with you because you look like me you -hmm. you act like me um and that's not that's the falsity you know i think that that's not the right way to go about it from that you know when you really connect with the god or the divine within you the only way to do it is through meditation the only way to do it is through silence and you find that divine spark i think that uh that is actually like your creator you know not all of stuff, you know
0: and that's what that guy was trying to, to, to look at that statue. I think that's what he, he recognized himself being mm-hmm. and needed to find some kind of, uh, what is it, uh, normalcy, I guess, to like, man, this quiet time is, <laughs> is uh, you know, it's, it's hard. He said he, he was, um, even had like dangerous thoughts about himself, like hitting himself or something like that. And I was like, what is it that, man, that, that if we spend too much time to alone, uh, detached, and I guess they mastered that. Mm-hmm. They totally mastered that. He says that there's so, such a peace and such a joy, but you know, um, I think that's a hard life to live. with, You know, uh, I like a good steak or <laughs> a good of here and there. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, they mastered their, their joy. They mastered their inner peace. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know,
1: and I, and I and I think that there's always this um, balance balance is, is to me ideal um in a situation such as that you take a person who's mastered that but that would mean that that person if they can maintain that 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 level of mastery they can enjoy everything else that say we may be functional in in in, in uh, the western culture that much more because everything is in the moment you know um over here it's it's like for instance like the guy he wanted to the, the discuss or talk about some things and mm-hmm. The reality is, is, what is there to talk about when we're talking about God? How many of us really know it? You know, how many of us really experienced it? So I think that what people have mastered is, is, is being in the moment. And if you're in the moment, you can experience God in a way that you never could uh, prior to that moment. And so everything else that you do throughout your life, um, any little thing, you're going to enjoy it that much more because you're with God and God is with you and you feel it. And it's all in the experience together in that moment you know, um, and I think that has to be fulfilling. Um, but, you know, of course, unless we learn that, that art and then are able to take it every day within us in our lives or with us with um, throughout our lives, all we doing is talking. <laughs> all we doing yeah. is making noise, you know.
0: And that's a thought that I had. And in, in, um, I don't know if this is for another podcast for another time, but was the biggest mistake in history allowing a select few to deliver the message that they saw it to be. You know? And I'm thinking I'm thinking of um, of the old testament, right? When they would do these like if I can remember, it was something like seventy two ox uh uh sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You ever read do you ever have you ever read any it's something like that, right? It was some obscene number where they said there's blood
1: right. Blood. Yeah, you know? sounds familiar. mm mm-hmm.
0: Something like you know, and I'm wondering like, was there a show to that that you know because humans being humans um hey look at look at what I'm over here doing and and I don't want to question it uh I guess the torah, uh but I do have like could that have been in play and still into play today
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know where they're just talking and and showboating and stuff like that you know. but they're missing the core yeah uh, definitely missing the core now that i think about it because of all the people that are turning away from religion so there's definitely they they miss they miss cleaning up some part of the aisle that they were supposed to clean up you know
1: yeah yeah i mean i i, I definitely think that majority of of um you know, individuals who are in leadership positions um, over in religions, over religions or so, so, so speak. and so speaking. So I think it's really about me, me, me. I think for some of them, like I said, you know, I think maybe in the first or second podcast, um, there's a genuine aspect to it. But I think it's just like anybody else. It's very difficult for a person to remain humble when you have so many people looking at you and praising you. Um, yeah. And you don't correct them because, you know, now you've just like we were talking about, if an individual can ask for a plane from a congregation, that means that you feel you know, uh, highly that you are, you know, you need to be seen in person that bad to ask a bunch of people barely making it to, 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 to come together and buy you a jet. So I think yeah. that ego, you know, comes into play and then everything else becomes a competition, you know, or look at me, look at what I have to say. And um, you know, like you were speaking of the individuals who came together. Unfortunately it was, you know, letting it happen because if you think about it, the masses have the numbers. The problem is the majority of the masses are looking for somebody to lead them. The majority, yeah. So that's why it's easy to say, hey, okay, we're we're uh learned men, you know, we're the ones with the insight and education. We're gonna come together yeah. and decide everything for you guys, okay? Is that cool? All right, great. You know, so, you know, it's it's uh yeah, it's unfortunate yeah. man.
0: Yeah. And that's what, like I'm kind of like you know, and this is grown faith. Just so you guys know, this is uh, this is going to be like. Um, if you have questions, man. Uh, uh, if you haven't caught the first episode, uh, ask them. Mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, and if you have any doubts, uh, um, write them down. Think about it. Maybe going to clear up those doubts. But as I'm thinking back right now, like there's that whole scene in the Bible where you can't go into the inner sanctuary unless you were a Levite, because if you did, you know, you just Drop dead, right? You know, and and I'm I'm assuming you know um, there has to have been some some fake ones, you know, mm-hmm. and and then I think that that's something that uh yeah I, I don't know as far as just the core of the message I just think about that. Are we did we lose some of that man because we allow just someone to just uh, talk to us from a, a pulpit or however it is? But if I were to ask you right now, uh, how long do you think people have been thinking about the soul? what would you give me a guess
1: sticking out the soul yeah about the soul i would say uh d- day one <laughs> uh, i would say i would say day one um how many um, years ago oh, you know what i can't really say that because it's hard to tell how long human beings have really been around if you really go into it how long we've been here you know nobody's giving the right numbers um I'm hearing, but i would say there hmm? 250,000 years ago now. Yeah, well, we have now, I mean, now you have fossilized uh, footprints uh, of dinosaurs right next to those of humans, though. So uh, now, I believe. so it's hard to tell, like, what's going on. But in any case, I think that... Like,
0: there was, there's a footprint of a human next to uh, uh, a dinosaur. Yeah. I know one yeah. that human was, and that was lunch, you
1: know? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny because we, 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 We think we understand history, but we have to understand that the history that we know is only is only the history that they've given. So if you start to read, you start to study. No, Mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, so so if you start to you know really really dig and stuff, but I'll put it like this: I honestly think that the moment that man was self aware, you know, because I think then it begs the question of, okay, I'm here. I understand this is I and that's them. Once you get to that point, then it's like, where the hell did we come from, you know, or or what am I? You know, and I think that when those questions began to be asked, I think that's when, you know, um, the question of the core of they may not have called it a soul. Um, but I think that uh, and I, and I, to be honest, I think in the earlier stages, I, I, I would assume that human beings definitely were more intuitive. They had less distractions. They had less uh, poisons going into their body, uh, disrupting things. So I, I think that. The connections, the way of communications, a lot of things. I think were so different. They probably had to ask the question like, "Hey, what's going on here?" You know. Well, man. this
0: this here is saying eighth century BC
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. that they found an inscription in Samal, Turkey that dates back uh, to that time, um, and it just shows, you know, uh, like uh, what does it say? The concept of the soul mm-hmm. and how uh, uh, they also believe that the soul can. Uh, I guess the, the scribe that there um, it goes into the, the stone, you know. Okay. And uh, I just thought that was like uh, 3,000. I kind of I think it would go back even just like you from day one. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you look at that AI, I think I forgot what the uh, was it Linda? I think the uh, AI thing where she starts asking questions like, "Am I?" or, yeah. or, or "Am I feeling?" And I think that that's something. That, uh, Humans would probably have asked as soon as they had that concept of a uh, of, of feeling, I guess, of, right. uh, of what, you know, who am I? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm looking at a lot of things right here, man, and, and talking about the world soul. One that uh, um, kind of got me was uh, where is it at? The beheading. And, the, and the how, what the beheading meant uh, to the soul. Did you ever, you ever hear anything about that?
1: No, I mean I've come across literature that may speak of, you know, the soul has to be all, you know, the body has to be all together for the soul to be able to travel and uh, move well, along in the afterlife. But that's about about it what you uh what Well, the,
0: well here? this says right here, right, that the Bible traditionally reserves beheading for only the worst crimes, right? It's skipping ahead. It says according to the Egyptians, the soul lives in the head mm. and beheading destroys the soul completely. That is,
1: uh, man, that's gruesome, man. Well, and, you know, and it makes sense because a lot of, of um, individuals believe that the soul is the mind. So the spirit is something different. The spirit is, is the part of you that's like your creator, but the, the soul is the mind. And, of course, the mind is located uh, somewhere up top. People would think it's in the brain. But then there's also a belief that, that memory is not only held in the brain, it's held in the body. And I think mm-hmm. they've done some tests on that. But it would make sense, though, that it would be that way in regards to the to the beheading, man. And especially back then. They probably knew better than we do. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not coming back. I hate you. You know, mm-hmm. but that's what it was reserved for, killing your enemies and everything. And uh, another one that popped out was that there's um that the uh, 613 channels of the Jewish
1: soul. Hmm. Pretty 613 crazy? channels, huh?
0: it uh, says uh, a soul can only be raised into the garden of eden when all 613 channels have been purified wow wow you know okay. it almost yeah. like uh, they still feel that you, there is reincarnation mm-hmm. you know and that you you are going to come back you know until you fulfill um uh, i didn't know i didn't you know i've never knew that i thought that they kind of went away from that belief but uh i never studied judaism um when it, it's kind of interesting, uh, some of the stuff that I'm finding out about it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, yeah. it says uh, the soul of Jacob held seventy souls. Oh, okay. Uh, I, man, I don't, I don't know about that, man. You know, this is. A, I didn't know that Judaism believed in reincarnation.
1: Right. But you know what it it, it when you hold to old traditions and you hold to uh, the popular beliefs of the past, I think you will find that probably throughout we get we get taught that it's typically in Eastern. Eastern, uh religions and stuff like that, but it was actually in the beginning of, of um, uh, Christianity as well, you know. But I believe uh, Constantine put a put a uh, stop to that, um, you know, less control. But if you really think about it, you know, as we as we move along, if you think about all the stories that you hear and so on and so forth, I mean, that's definitely a, a guarantee. I, I'm I'm definitely an advocate or uh, a subscriber to that belief system.
0: No, I, I definitely believe in a, in a. So I remember hearing a. Um... Uh, uh, at work, this firefighter told me a story about, um, that, uh, this guy, he says that the stuff that, man, the stuff, the stuff that, well, for one, man, firefighters see a lot of stuff, man, you know, that makes them question their core beliefs in humanity and God, um, this one older gentleman told me, and, uh, I guess this guy passed away. He was gone for, for some time, and he said, while he was up there, he, he said, uh, when he came back, the guy was like, hey, did you see anything? He said because I just you know, wanted to know, you know. And he said that he saw his grandma mm-hmm. you know, and that his grandma had told him, like, um, it's not time yet.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: the guy was like, no, I, I want to stay, you know. And she was like, no, it's not time. You have to go back and take care of, of uh, like, his kid or his, it was something like that. And then she touched him and, boom, he was back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. So is that the soul? Is that the soul of a family member?
1: It would have to that's, be. I mean, I think the soul is where the, the, the memory lies. You know, like, if you if you think about it from this perspective, everybody, uh, most people have been here hundreds of thousands of times. Um, you know, so when people, all that memory is in the higher self. And I believe that's, that's the soul. Um, and uh, and as far as the, of the grandmother, it, it must have been if... Of course we're looking at her as not being uh reincarnated yet. But there's also the belief that we're also living uh in different uh dimensions simultaneously. Meaning it's like uh picking up a particular um lens. In this lens you're Leo, you know, I'm bishop, but uh your soul um is so multifaceted and big in other dimensions you're also living out another life. Question is, is can people put down one lens and pick up another at will.
0: Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, Where should
1: you read that man? That's uh, uh. <laughs> it's, you ever seen that? I, I don't know if you're familiar with a movie called uh, Jet League the one. But uh uh-huh. but I don't... Okay, it was about basically about the multiverse. And uh so there was these different versions of him, if I can recall, throughout all these different uh dimensions. And he um there was a version of him that was, I guess, bad. He was going through all the other dimensions, killing the other versions of himself so he could be the one, basically making him more powerful. But he got to the last one, and this one, he was a cop. So you have cop him against bad, criminal him. And uh, I can't remember how, and probably the cop one. But basically, when you think about us and how much we don't know about ourselves, how big are we? You know, we can be taught through religions to... to, to uh, Speak of and praise how big our Creator is, which is awesome. But we're an extension of that Creator, so how big are we? You know, Mm. and how big are we allowing ourselves to be?
0: (laughs) Now, a question that pops into my head: um, drugs or psychedelics, right? Mm -hmm. Would God have left that behind in order for us to reach our soul, or or have we got like? so far away where we need an outside assistance to, to find some deeper part of our soul um, do you do you believe in that do you believe that that there are are hopes like um, that are gonna lead us to that roadway to find our inner peace you know because um, when I say as far as soul, I'm not even just thinking about the afterlife but I'm also thinking about the present time you know and um, one thing that shocked me as well was when I was reading about you know trying to uh, study up to this podcast, man, is that there's no mention of, like, the world to come in the Torah, mm-hmm. you know, that it was all about now, and how how actually similar it was to, like, Hinduism, where, you know, um, what does it say, uh, that the present, that, that pretty much that what you do presently is what matters, you know, right. and, and there was this rabbi, uh, that, I, that I read this thing, where it Rabbi Shnor Zalman of Yadi, the founder of the Shabbat, uh, I do not want your garden of Eden, I do not want your world to come, I only want you yourself. And he, what he was saying was, that what it, they said he was saying was that he meant that all those, uh, although the spiritual bliss of the world to come is great, God himself is experienced only by fulfilling the ultimate purpose with one hour of repentance and good deeds in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, so these are like the elder teachers that, you know, um, yeah, they're focused on the time right now, man, your soul right now. You know, and I think that if you look back at what's being taught, um, I think currently in America, I don't know about the rest of the world, but it's about, uh, you know, your soul to come, you know, your soul in the future. And what are you going to do now? Almost like a fear tactic, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I I also think that it it, it stops people from raising too many questions, because if you can get people to deter their joy, uh, then you won't hear too many complaints about what they're experiencing right now. And so the focus stays on what's to come, what's happening later on, what you're basically investing now to get the payoff later. And if you get a bunch of people to, to subscribe to that and be okay with that, then they won't question why they're sick and why they're poor and broke and why their families are being disrupted. And, um, you know, or they have family conflicts, you know, and brothers falling out with each other, like all these different things. And a person could sit here and say, but I'm in church every Sunday. Why, is the, why are these things still happening? So you can lean on the fact that God has given dominion to the devil. And because of that, you know, you have this conflict. But one day, you know, one day, you know, things are going to be good. And so it stops people from asking too many questions, I think, personally. Um, but I think the other.
0: It also can contribute to them not coming back, No, like because in a, in a, in a society where like, hey, when you need money, what do you do? Go to the ATM, take out some money. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, your mom needs some money. Send it over a cash app. Right. It think that we're going to become an impatient, uh, a society. We already are. Right. You know? right. Uh, it has to have caused some of the people just to like to leave, you know, and maybe if they get back to this, uh, you know, finding your current, you know, like making your current state of your soul seeking now, um, is going to benefit you more than, than putting in that deposit for, uh, you know, a shiny robe and, uh, golden, uh, uh, what is it called? Crown in the afterlife.
1: I mean, it, it definitely would. It definitely would. But, and that's the, that's the issue. I think so many, so a lot of people are waking up to that and say, Hey, you know, I think there could be heaven on earth. And you have a lot of people collectively saying, Hey, let's bring, let's meditate on this. Let's meditate on love. Let's meditate on, on, on establishing something here right now. Um, but I think there's a lot of the old generation and the people who are religious, super religious. They they don't want to let go of what the teachings say from their pastors and what they interpret the Bible to be saying. Um, but from my understanding, even if you would go to the Bible or, he, you know, Christ would come down and, and, and reestablish a new Jerusalem here on earth. Mm. And it would be heaven on earth. So, you know, people have the idea of dwelling in the heavens and, you know, all these different things and they wait for that. And that's why you've had so many um, what they call them um, end time uh, proclaimers throughout the years. Like there's so many preachers throughout history that it's OK, the world is going to end on this day. World is gonna end on this day. And the world is always about to end, because so many people are waiting for it to end because they want to be done with the suffering. But suffering ends when you say it ends, and that's what you do right now. That's what you do today. You know, that's what you don't put off to tomorrow. Everybody knows what to do. And that's what I truly believe. I truly believe that when people say, I don't know what to do to stop this pain, I, I believe that if they were quiet, right, meditative practices, stop talking and listen, the answers are always there. But the question is, do you are you willing to do what it's saying? Are you willing to cut this particular relationship off? Are you willing to uh, leave that job and go to this one that you think may not be best right now? Where, you know, it's all these, these different aspects, man, but I think that it's created a system and people have given their control over to other people, you know, whether it's a pastor or, you know, who knows, you know, so, um, and people are struggling because of it. So that definitely makes sense, you know, that people are, that they believe, you know, those things or that, Quote you just spoke of because that's where the truth is you know you can wait and try
0: and that's like um you know going back to like spending some time with yourself that guy had to go from 8 hours to 24 hours within like 2 days um 12 hours of spending time with yourself and I, I think that is beneficial because I can recall a time where I was driving and I was like man this you know this sucks or I was just having a shitty day you know sorry people Uh, You might hear a bad word here and there. Um, But as I kept driving, uh, it was just like the the problem got lesser and lesser, you know. And then you start to just spend some time with yourself, and then you start coming up with an answer to that that problem, that riddle, that question, or that something that's bothering you, you know. So uh, I say that just to tell people, you know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, um, as your faith grows, you know, it, um, we all start looking within because the greatness does reside within us. And uh, you know, if, if you're having a bad day, man, sleep on it or take a ride. You know, um, but I do believe that we all have the answers within us and the power within us to change our course. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I and I would I would throw in, you know, be willing to look in the mirror. You know, a lot of times people don't want the silence because they're left with themselves. Um, And sometimes people don't like the things they may have done, who they are, you know. Um, But facing you is going to be the way that you get from point A to point B and so on and so forth. Um, And being authentic, being real. Um, There was a time early in my journey where, you know, all I heard was people saying, hey, I love God so much. I love God so much. And I would sit back and be like, yeah, that's cool. And one day I sat back and I said, you know, based off of how I feel about you know, people on this earth that I love. God, I don't love you. Just being real. Like, I don't have that type of feeling towards you. Uh, but I want to. And um, I kid you not, you know, that really, really solidified the relationship and 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 accelerated the journey. Um, and so I tell people that all the time. Like, whatever you feel, you know, even like you listen to this, you might click on it, it says, "Grown faith. What is this about? And I'm not really into that guy stuff. I'm not really into, well, you don't have to be. You know um right now and if there's a part of you that stays away from it just because you feel like you're not supposed to, or you're not where you're supposed to be there's nowhere you're supposed to be you're supposed to be right exactly where you are right now and being authentic with yourself being able to look at yourself deal with yourself where you're at as well as being real with your creator because it's not like god is going to get pissed off and say i don't love you if you don't have that type of affection it's okay um but if you're ready for a change just be willing to to take that journey and, you know, be real, so.
0: Yeah, and that's always been a personal prayer of mine. Is, uh, I think someone had told me that God only referred to two people in the Bible. Um, if you're Christian, if you're not, um, you know, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I do want to hear your side as well, just so you guys know. something about But God only has referred to two people uh, as a friend, and that's one of my personal things is when I pray to, to my, who I believe my creator is. Um I just say, hey, man, I want to be a friend. I want to get to know you. And that was one of my, I think, that's been a, a staple in my prayer for over the past few years, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, man, I, I think this was a great episode, man. Um, just want to wrap it up and tell everyone again, thank you very much. I, I, I believe this is going to grow. And I think that um, you guys are going to grow with us. And for those that are showing the support, man, we, we, we really appreciate it. And I don't know where you're going to be tomorrow. Uh, the rest of this weekend, but I hope you tune in next week as we. I think we're going to dive into the core again. Let's, uh, let's, let's go with it, you know? Yeah. And until it's done. Until it's done. All right, everybody. Much love. Have a good day. Peace. Thank you. All right.